This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 159. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Fantastic to have you here. I'm uh, coming to you live still from uh, from Hong Kong with a barking dog in the background. <laughs> Hopefully it's not going to distract me or put you off too much. I've been... Uh, I've been very busy, actually. I haven't been doing much Cantonese for the last couple of weeks. I've got so kind of caught up in the New Year thing and the um, the whole this whole kind of annual planning thing that um, that I'm not really doing. I'm doing 12-week plans this year. Right? I think a year is too long to plan, so I'm planning for 12 weeks. But I've kind of got caught up in a lot of that and I've got excited about work and I've started to do a lot of those things. So the... Um, my Cantonese has suffered. I'm, I'm going to be here for a few weeks more. I'm going to have to get back on the horse with that so, so that I don't waste my time. But anyway, before we get on to today's question, which is really great, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show, italki, and it's the place where you need to go if you need to get a language lesson or just a language partner, someone to start speaking with. You can get a free lesson in any language you desire, pretty much, by going to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, Without any further ado, let's get into today's question from Valentin. Hi, Ali. It's Valentin from France. First of all, thank you very much for your work. It's really helpful. So my question for you today is, how can I improve my vocabulary in Russian? Let me explain. I'm stuck at a B1 level in Russian, so I can have basic conversation with native speakers I meet here in Newcastle. I'm an Erasmus student here but I can't enjoy the language as I could do in English or Esperanto. So I can't read books, articles, or watch videos because I, I lack vocabulary. Uh, my, problem is, my problem is not so much about grammar uh, because I'm picking up the cases uh, through exposures. But every time I came across a list uh, using Anki or Memrise, it's either too easy for me or too complicated or unrelevant to me. And there's unfortunately no version of uh, Mazalingua uh, for learning Russian yet. So how could I choose the vocabulary I learn in order to get from a B1 level to a B2 level in Russian or in any language, basically? So thank you very much for uh, answering and see you soon. Bye. Okay, Valentin, thank you very much for a great question. Uh, it's a question that a lot of people are going to identify with, I'm sure, and one that I can definitely relate to as well. In fact, I'm going through that right now, still, uh, <laughs> in my Cantonese. That's the thing. When you're at that intermediate level, we've got to start off by accepting the reality that you are at the bottom of a very tall mountain. You've got a lot to learn, and every single word that you learn is less useful than it used to be when you were a beginner, right? When you're a beginner, you could learn a lot of stuff very easily, um, and it was all super useful. But when you're at the intermediate stage, what happens is that you've still got as many words to learn as you did before, but they're less frequent, less useful, um, and just tend to deal in more kind of finer shades of meaning, which means that not only do you have a lot to learn, but it's hard to stay motivated, and you start to get these feelings of... Um, or frustration, because you want to improve, you want to be able to speak uh, more fluently, but it's always the vocabulary that holds you back. And you kind of mentioned that because you said that grammar is not, not so much of a problem, which interestingly, not a lot of people would say with Russian. Um, but that's great that you seem to have a, a handle on it. 
So I need in, in answering your question, I'm, I need to try and find a balance between um, being realistic um, but also kind of motivating you as well. And it's a, it's a strange one. I mean, I'm, I'm, like I say, I'm struggling with that now in Cantonese. I've got really used to the language. Grammar is generally, generally not a problem. My vocabulary is growing. But still, all the kind of blank stares that I end up with on a daily basis are through a lack of vocabulary. And, you know, um, there really is no quick solution to this. Uh, I remember when I was in, in Japan at, at this stage, it just, it kind of came over time. There was a very interesting question from Neil in my Facebook group the other day, um, uh, asking about these kind of, these magic eureka moments in language learning, whether we kind of all suddenly have a huge improvement at some point, we, our level magically goes up at some specific time. I've never found that, you see. I, I've, I find languages to be one very long, slow, gradual improvement. And um, it's, the, it's the same with vocabulary. The really important thing right now is that you don't look for a quick fix, but you just keep doing the basics and you keep getting the basics right day after day. And you set out to do that for um, a number of years, really. You know, I think about my friend Alex Rawlings, who did uh, Russian at university, did a four-year degree in Russian, including a year abroad. And, um, you know, that's learning Russian full-time for four years, including spending time in Russia. And, you know, by the time he finished his degree, he spoke absolutely amazing Russian, sure. But when you think about it in those terms, you realise just how much he had to work at it. Now, Valentin, I think you, I, I imagine that you, like most of us, are learning a language on the side in your free time. And you've got to kind of remember that if you compare that to someone that's studying full-time or very intensively, you know, it's going to take us a lot longer. And so we need to to bear that in mind. And the key to this is to be able to enjoy the process. Because if you can enjoy the process, which for me personally means finding people that I enjoy being with and then having materials that I can enjoy reading and listening to, then it stops becoming learning so much and starts to become more of a lifestyle thing. So there's a few basics we've got to get out of the way first. So make sure you can read Russian. I don't know if you've learned the Russian alphabet yet, but whatever you do, if you don't, if you can't read Russian yet, stop and learn it because it's not too hard. It's not a particularly difficult alphabet. You know, I'm learning Thai at the moment and Chinese, which are on a different scale, right? You can learn Russian relatively fast. And um, it's not so much that once you can read, it will help you because obviously that's the case. The fact is that it's that not being able to read is a handicap that you'll never get over. So learn to read, first of all. Um, and then next up, I'm going to challenge your assumption that you can't read books or articles. I understand that you've got a limited vocabulary. I get that. And that's frustrating. But I think part of the characteristics of the, of the intermediate level is that you've got to engage in a struggle of a kind. And it has to be a struggle where you're trying to engage with materials you're trying to understand stuff, you're trying to read and listen, and it's tough, but you keep going anyway. And because you read and listen to stuff that you enjoy, gradually, as you persist, you will grow the vocabulary that you need for for that particular topic area. Okay, so once you have found stuff that you enjoy to read, and it, and it, it is out there, just think about what you like, what you enjoy reading in your mother tongue or in English or in Esperanto, and then just find the same stuff in Russian. 
Um, there are lots of tools out there that can help you read. You can use Link, uh, Link.com, Steve Kaufman's website, which I mean, he learned Russian, I believe, himself on Link. And um, you can pull lots of articles at different levels in Russian and use Link to, um, to, to read it and to store your vocabulary that way. You can use Readlang.com which is a wonder, lots of people love this tool where you can just pull stuff from the internet um, and you know articles from blogs or whatever, you hover your cursor over the word and it pops up with a translation automatically, which you can then add to a list. Uh, super useful. Um, and both of these tools will help you read anything you want on the internet that's in Russian. Yeah, it's going to be tough. And you may or may not have the patience or the grit or the determination to do that. But that's, for me... Even though it's hard at this stage for you, it's ultimately the way forward and it's the thing that's going to get you the most progress. You can also try reading my book of short stories in Russian. You may not may or may not know that I co-wrote with Alex Rawlings a book of short stories in Russian, which are designed especially for your situation. It's for, I mean, they are labeled as short stories for beginners, but actually they are accessible for, for people anywhere from beginner up to kind of A2, even B1 might still enjoy them kind of level. Um, I'll put a link to that book in the show notes, um, which will be at episode, uh, I will teach you a language.com forward slash episode 159 if you'd like to pick up a copy of that. Um, so take the long term view, read as much if you can, as you can uh, on interesting topics. Don't be put off by the struggle and you will start to grow your vocabulary, you know. Um, you need to also make sure you have a system for recording it. I mean, Steve Kaufman would say, just listen and read all day long. He spends, I think, two hours a day just listening and reading in the languages that he's learning or in the language that he's currently focusing on. And, you know, he will say, that's enough for me. Like, I find I need a little bit more than that. The kind of the natural approach like this, it doesn't, I mean, it's really powerful. But A, I don't have two hours a day to sit and read. Uh, and B, when I do, it's just, it just lacks a little bit of rigor for me. So I, what I personally like to do is extract vocabulary um, and store it in flashcards so I can go back and revise it whenever I want. Um, that's what helps me, well, that's what helps vocabulary stick in the memory for me. Um, everybody does it differently, but you definitely need to consider how are you remembering vocabulary? Um, because you probably need a system of some kind or a little bit of an extra help for that vocabulary to stick. A few more thoughts of things that you've got to do, because I know that it seems like a vocabulary problem, but really the intermediate level is all what the challenge is all about making it part of your life. As I come back to again and again on the podcast, you're probably sick of hearing me say it now, um, but it's so crucially important. Number one, find speaking partners. Make sure you're using Russian socially as much as possible. Okay. Um, you're in the UK, there are tons of Russians here, you will be able to find people. If you're not speaking regularly, you're handicapping yourself, really. You know, again, in in Japan, my big way through my stagnating study there was to go through a period of speaking as much as possible with people. And the way that, the reason that put my level up above a B1 was simply because I just got used to speaking and I got good at social interaction. So that really helps. You learn the vocabulary you need to talk to people. Don't ignore, this is the next thing, don't ignore the possibility or the option of taking classes either. Because the thing is that it's a long road through the intermediate level 
And taking an intermediate Russian class, if you can find one, can be a great systematic way to improve. Um, the next thing is you mentioned looking for prepared lists on Memorize or, or flashcard decks or something like you know decks of vocabulary that other people have have prepared. I would avoid that stuff like the plague. Um, you what you most need at your level is holistic learning. You need to be absorbing real material in Russian or at least graded material. Um, that you know, so meaning material that's made simpler, but that you are kind of reading and listening to real things. Okay, so don't go down the road of using lists that other people make. It has nothing to do with what you personally want to learn. Okay. Closing words. Then the principle to follow is to grow your vocabulary using material that you enjoy. So take some time to find that. Browse Amazon. Get my book of short stories. Uh, I don't say that because it's mine. I say it because people really like it. And um, people often email Alex and I saying how much, how useful it is, um, how it starts them reading Russian. So go and and check that out and find, base your learning around stuff that is going to keep you motivated and interest you. Okay. I really hope that helps. There is no easy answer. I'd be lying to you if I said there was, but if you follow the principles that that I've talked about here, um, then hopefully that will be helpful for you. If you enjoy the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, I would love you to come and leave a review on iTunes. I know most of you haven't done it, and that's cool because it's a pain right, <laughs> to do it. But if you do have a few seconds free right now, I would really love it for you to go and leave a, a quick review on iTunes because it really helps other people find the show. If you'd like to do that, you can simply open up the podcast app on your phone, uh, or iTunes, I should say, and then... Um, do a search in the iTunes store for I Will Teach You a Language and you can leave a review on there. I'll love you forever if you do. It would be uh, super awesome. Now, at the end of every episode, I'd like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show. And here today, we're talking about this level, right? It's a how do you break through? And I've talked about how, you know, reading is super important, but you've got to find material to read that is helpful, useful, interesting and not too high above your level. Um, You may have probably heard me mention before the fact that I've written a whole series of short story books um, in French, in Russian, in Spanish, in German, in Italian. Many of these have two volumes as well. Um, And if you are looking for some interesting reading material, you're going to love these books. We've got some books at a beginner level, also at intermediate level. And so there's something there for you and they're short stories, which means they don't take too long to get through. Um, the stories are fun, which means you're going to read it to the end because you're going to like them. They've got lots of cool learning features in there as well that help you uh, help you understand the stories and to memorize vocabulary. So whatever, if you're learning any of those languages, and whatever level, level you're at, have a look at them. They're available on Kindle. Um, they're available in paperback and also in audiobook form as well. Um, if you'd like to have a look at those books and pick up a copy, you can go to IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com forward slash Amazon, like the store, right? IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com forward slash Amazon. Um, hope you enjoy those. If you'd like to look at a list of the tips from today or to go to any of the resources that I've mentioned in today's episode, um, you can find them all at the show notes. And the show notes are at IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com forward slash episode 159. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it and I'll see you back in the next episode of the podcast.